You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. People are more capable than you think they are. A common belief I come across is, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. I would like you to change that notion to, many hands make light work. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. You've gotten to the point that you realize you need to make some changes in regard to what you're involved in and what you are responsible for. From here, how do you decide what stays and what goes? In the last 100% Jody episode, we talked about one of the reasons we self-sabotage our success, the fear of having too much responsibility. When our days are full of tasks and obligations, we project that onto a potential future. In this frame of mind, when we consider taking on more responsibility, we picture ourselves miserably buried in work and obligations. To be ready for the future you want, you've got to clean up what you're spending your time on now. In this episode, we're going to cover what to consider when you are reviewing your responsibilities to analyze what you need to focus on and what needs to find a new home. Hello, I'm Jody Flynn, and welcome to the Women Taking the Lead podcast. I'm an executive leadership coach, author, speaker, workshop facilitator, and I have the joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills that will allow them to thrive in senior leadership. I am now settled in my new home in Norfolk, Virginia. If you are in the Hampton Roads area, reach out to say hello. And thanks to the beauty of technology, I've been able to continue to work with women all over the world as I transitioned from Maine to Massachusetts and on to Virginia. I do individual and group coaching as well as workshops and team retreats. I am the current president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I'm on the board of advisors for Leadership Global. Now that I'm in Virginia, I've been spending my free time catching up with friends and family, creating new routines, and finding calm, re-watching The Good Place with my guy. I want you to consider how much of your day or week is spent on tasks that someone else could do, do not bring you closer to achieving your goals, drain your energy, or bring you no joy. If your answer is too much time, we need to do something about this. In this condition, you are at risk of missing great opportunities or getting overwhelmed if life throws you a curveball. And life will throw you curveballs, so you've got to be ready for them. You may have already determined which tasks you'd like to give away. If that's the case, great. You can get started in making that happen. If you are not sure what tasks to give away and whom to give them to, let's explore that now. Before we begin, I'm going to ask you to go through this process with openness. Our notions of what we should be doing and what others are capable of can get in our way when we consider ending obligations, reorganizing who does what, or delegating work. 
Consider the following. One, there are very few things, hardly any, that only you can do. Everything else is negotiable. The people around you are more capable than you give them credit for. Allow them to show you what they can do. Three, if volunteering is draining, you have volunteered for either the wrong role, organization, or time commitment. Let's start with the first one. Depending on your level of leadership, there are some things that only you can do, like sign the legal documents for your company or role-related signature powers. Only you can attend the one-to-one meetings with your boss or direct reports, and only you are accountable to the performance of your domain. However, you do not need to attend all the meetings, handle all the clients, or do the standard transactions. If someone else can do it, let them do it. Which leads to the next thing to consider. People are more capable than you think they are. A common belief I come across is, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. I would like you to change that notion to, many hands make light work. What my clients have discovered after they have proposed the change or made the change, is that there are people around them who want to take the work off their hands. A reorganization of who does what is commonly well-received. You likely have one or more people around you who are looking to take on new things. And with the right things in place, which I'll cover in the next 100% Jody episode, they will shine in their new responsibilities. At the very least, and as a great first step, ask your team if they have more bandwidth and if they would like to take on more responsibility. You may be surprised by the answer. Lastly, let's talk about where you are volunteering your time. Volunteering is meant to be a win-win, though we don't often think of it that way. Many of us volunteer because we want to give back and do good. We think of it as giving away our time and energy. I want you to think about volunteering as a win-win. You give of your time and energy to do a good cause, and you get back satisfaction and fulfillment, and often an energy boost because you know you are making a difference. For that to happen, you need to be volunteering for something that is aligned with your values and strengths. Make sure the organization or group you are volunteering for is focused on issues that are close to your heart. Make sure you are volunteering your talent. If you are assigned to a role that contains tasks that are difficult or boring for you, your volunteering will not be as enjoyable because you'll question how valuable your contribution is. Also, these tasks will likely drain your energy and take longer for you to complete than someone who has an affinity for those tasks. Some questions you can use when thinking about what organization or group to volunteer for and what role you want to play are, what are your goals? What are your values? How much time do you need freed up so you can focus on the things that are vital to you? What contribution do you want to make to the world? What's missing in the world? In summary, you don't need to be the one doing everything that you're doing. Give some of it away. 
Trust that with some training, the people around you are capable of taking on more responsibility and may even be eager for the opportunity. Lastly, if you are not in love with what you are volunteering your time and energy to, start making plans to end the commitment. I want you to add up how much time and energy you would get if you did these things. Once you've done that, ask yourself, what would I do with the time and energy that would be available if I made these changes? That answer may be all the motivation you need to get started. And I will advise you, keep some of that free time free because it's all about what you think you are capable of in the future. If you would like help with any of this, I invite you to sign up for a responsibility remodel session. In this 30-minute session, you'll reorganize and reassign responsibilities to focus on the things that are the highest priority to you. To find out more, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash remodel. In the next 100% Jody episode, we'll cover your next steps to have your responsibilities lined up so you are only working on those tasks that only you can do or those tasks that will get you closer to accomplishing your goals. I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.